What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of The Breaks Radio. I'm one of your hosts, CEO Hayes, and I'm joined by the team, the crew, whatever you want to call them. First up is Miss Mary Almonte. What's going on, ma'am? What's up? We here. We in here. <laughs> then we got Mr. Baylor, the great BTG. Mike check, Mike check, one, two, one, two. And then we got the red wine connoisseur himself. Marquis is here. What's going on, bro? Nothing, bro. Shout out to you for a great film. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. Appreciate that. I wasn't even going to mention that. I appreciate it. Um, hey, before we get into the shits, how's everybody's week been? Who wants to go first? Best thing, worst thing about the week? Is this a family meeting? This is what this is, yeah. <laughs> What's this is like happening? we're sitting at the dinner table. We got to catch up. <laughs> um, I don't know. I feel like big things gone. Like there's a lot to come right now. So I'm feeling excited but exhausted. Yeah. How about that? That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Baylor's over there working on becoming the biggest uh, black-owned T-shirt manufacturer in the country. Ah, shit. I was, shit. My daughter had a birthday party, and that took up all my goddamn time and energy. It was super cute, though. Yeah. I saw it in your stories. I appreciate it. And she's just adorable. Like, truly. She makes me, like, wish I had a little girl. <laughs> yeah, so, you know... At one point, Bobby Brown was looked at and was highly recognized as, um, you know, he he was he was he was the man. She also has those similar character traits. So y'all just don't know the behind the scenes when she cut <laughs> when she cussing cats out and demanding, you know what I'm saying, some more cake and and it, you know the, you know what it is. Yeah, I you gotta love her life. though. I remember the little girl life. It doesn't change when they get older. At all. Right. But, At all. Mine are teenagers now, and I just, I listen. I, I'd be open to having more kids, honestly, but only if it can guarantee no more girls. I, can, I can't raise any more girls. I can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> See, and I'd only do it again if I had another girl, because I don't have the energy to keep up with a boy. Mm. Again, like, boys are everywhere, though. Girls at least cuddle, and, you know, like with my daughter, it was like, let's watch Dora for the... 25th time but yeah but those pigtails that Baylor's daughter has that's what's doing it to me every time I see those little pigtails I'm like oh my god anyway all right, Marky. How, how's your week? I won't forget you, man. How, how many how many bottles of wine is is in your wine collection right now? Um, probably about 15. Okay, I'm in a wine club. That's why. Welcome to the Breaks Radio. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, let's get into the topics this week So, we got we got a lot of crazy shit uh, First one, Anne-Marie Who uh, shot her boyfriend The 911 call was played from from that uh, She since come out and said That the gun fell And that's how the shooting went off um, What do you guys think? A, another young person who's, pro- who's more than likely Going to lose their whole career that they had in front of them Who wants to take this one first? So two things. I'm a fan, huge fan, mm-hmm. actually. Uh, her music is dope. Um, but she's from Chicago. She did, <laughs> she did that shit. And okay. if you listen to her, and if you listen to her music, you may actually listen to her. <laughs> if you actually listen to her music, like she, man, she got a beautiful voice, man. Um, and she got some dope songs. She from Chicago. She did that shit. Point blank. Well, she... I hate, and I and I hope she didn't though. I hope the story that she told 
I, I mean, look, I, CSI, they going she said it fell, and she fell, it fell, and the and, it, and the gun went off. Like that's possible. It really is. Mm-hmm. But where that where that bullet landed, <laughs> I don't know, man. Baylor basically to sum it up, whatever they said she did, she did that shit. That's Baylor. She did that shit. <laughs> she did that shit. Uh, comment from that, Mary. What do you think? Yeah, and it's a likely story. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm gonna elephant in the room because I think I'm the only one that can, since I'm the only female in my crew here. Um, but I just feel like, okay, so she doesn't have the stature that Tory Lanez had, but will she? suffer the same fate in terms of like the cancel culture cancellation um i don't know i'm gonna vote no i think she <laughs> i think she might actually uh i can i'm i'm was not even really so aware of her before this i'm gonna just keep it real so i think that this might give her a new audience <laughs> i mean absolutely she's not gonna face the same cancel culture because people don't care about men being abused in relationships just look at the left eye shit I'm just saying that's just real life. That's not like a man. A man can come out and say his girlfriend was beating the shit out of him with a broom, and people will just be like, "Oh, okay, stop bitching. Let's keep it moving." Um, So I definitely don't think she's gonna face the cancel culture. Uh, Marky, you make you you make you reacted there. What do you think? Nah, um, my blackness won't allow me to admit that she did that shit. So this for the culture. So this is yeah. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. Yeah, I'm just gonna play that card right now. Um. If it was Lindsay Lohan or some shit, yeah, she did that shit. So I'm just going to hope that she didn't. But um, does it work when you say I accidentally, she accidentally tripped on my dick? Like, does that work? Can we get away with that too? No? Nah, we yeah. Yeah, I'm leave that one alone. Then I'm just going to leave that one. Because, I mean, if you can accidentally let the gun go off and shoot somebody in the head, like the trajectory alone, think about all the possible angles this bullet has to go. To hit the head. It'd be different if it was like in his abdomen, his knee, his thigh, something like that. But to to hit the ground and shoot somebody in the head, that is a hell of an angle. Here's here's the deal. If you have a gun, no matter which angle it drops, for it to cock or pull a trigger at a certain angle, depending on where he's at for fuck that. She did that shit. (laughs) Fuck she did it. She's also she's also like a hundred pounds soaking wet though, so that's I'm. I hope the guy, the, they, you know, he's in critical condition right now, and I hope he pulls through and stuff like that. Um, that's pretty impressive for her to hold that damn gun up, cause she's not a big girl at all, well, at all. It's, it depends on the kickback. That's where it yeah, is. So you can hold true. it, but I mean, it's just hey, it's, she, a, it's she, unfortunate. She, that kickback would be that kickback is pretty. A water gun kickback on her is pretty impactful. <laughs> that's how big she is. But she's from Chicago, squirt, squirt. so she, <laughs> she might be used to shit. holding that shit, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Okay, oh, man. we're moving on. So we lost the whole demographic. This yeah, we year, just, right? yeah, we just yeah, right? we like just like that whole area. Chicago um, just, yeah. I, that out. <laughs> I know some outstanding people from Chicago. Yeah, my dad's from Chicago. Obama. So. <laughs> Obama. <laughs> Moving on to more positive, now, and this first segment, I did it in like a sandwich because I didn't want to have negative stuff back to back. So one positive thing that we have in this first segment, break dancing has officially become an Olympic sport as of the 2024 Paris Olympic Games. Come on, Cut that shit I'm, up. I'm coming that, to you first dope. on this one, Mary. This is good. This got to be great for the culture, right? It's dope. I'm curious to see who the judges are going to be, <laughs> but 
But yeah, I mean, listen, anything where the culture is being recognized on a global scale is huge. And breakdancing is not easy. It really is a sport. So, yeah, I'm with it. Mary, did you used to be a B-girl? Did you used to breakdance? No. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But I appreciate it. Marky, I can imagine you breaking, bro. So, what do you? How do you feel about breakdancing becoming? <laughs> um, so I think it's great. My only concern is, all right, who's the contestants? So, who's going to represent America? Who's going to represent Korea? And so, you know, you're going to have the jabby walkies and everything. Mm-hmm. And what if motherfuckers put more work in and beat us? And well, well, technically, know. the jabby walkies can't represent us. I they're, mean, from San Di- they're from San Diego. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. All I'm saying, okay, so will it be a problem if black people don't represent America I mean, for the first breakdown? No, I'm just... not, at, not at all. Like, that's that's the thing about hip-hop. I don't... It, it's not black, white, Hispanic. It's human to me. I feel like this topic's going to come up again later on in the program based on our topic list. So, yeah. <laughs> hey, look, I'm going to tell you, it could be the purest white boy out there. He breaking, and that nigga from, like, Kentucky... Get out there, Kentucky. I, think, I need you. I think that would be more of a, a part of the conversation if breakdancing became an Olympic sport 35, 40 years ago. Then I think you have a conversation for, okay, if they're not black people representing us. But at this point, just like most things in our culture, it's not just ours anymore. Some of the best breakdances I have ever seen have not been black. Some of the coldest ones I've seen were Hispanic. That too. That too. Mm. Now... But now, I'm from LA, so if, it was if you had to pick a captain to coach the team, is it going to be Usher or is it going to be Chris Brown? Oh, it's got to be. Oh. Um, I wouldn't even consider I, either of them real breakers, though. But I guess it would be Chris Brown for me. Okay. Nothing there, Marky. You, you, you. <laughs> <laughs> Last week, we need a light episode, all right? Because that was a battle. Listen, I got so many text messages like that. They they just listened to a sparring match. And considering how things are going to be going the next couple of weeks, we're going to have enough sparring. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm a, yeah. All right. Next topic. Last one in this first segment. Casanova. Uh, we talked about him a little bit last week, but he actually turned himself over. One of the details that have come out since then is that they actually use stuff from his Twitter his music and interviews that he that he's done with with people to get him as part of the indictment. Um, uh, uh, Fat Joe's come out and and said something about artists need to pay attention to what's said in both their music and in interviews nowadays because more so than ever it seems like artists' words are being used against them criminally. What do you think about uh, Casanova being indicted because of that? And he even said uh, in in a video before that was before he wouldn't turn himself in that. Uh, rappers are a target. What do you guys think about it, Baylor? Coming to you. I question cats that. Uh, I question cats gangster, and what I mean that, what I mean by that is that like some of these cats might be from the streets, mm-hmm. but I question they street code. You know what I mean? Because when you go on Vlad, like there has been cats that went on Vlad and avoided certain questions or answered it a certain way. A lot of these cats, I think, is doing it on purpose or not street at all. What I mean by that is like they some of them are looking for attention. This is a clout era. Mm-hmm. So they putting out clickbaits and whatever they can do to get attention to their brand. 
I'm not saying that's the deal with Casanova because I haven't actually I haven't seen him out there in a while. I haven't really seen him go viral in a while since the whole six nine thing. You know, after that, it's been all positive stuff. So the fact that these cats go on Vlad on purpose, by the way, mm-hmm. and they and they and they share these war stories. To me, it's like they grabbing attention. Mm-hmm. That's it. Or they don't really know what they're doing. But to me, you don't have to like, bro. I'm from LA. I don't need to hear your war stories. I didn't live through them. I don't need to know. I don't. I don't need to know how tough you are and stuff like that. If you want to tell me something like that, then put it in your raps. Outside of that, I don't need to know. I mean, don't get me wrong though. I'm watching the interview because I know y'all dummies is gonna tell us the behind the scenes stuff. You know what I mean? So I don't. I don't know, man. And then the charges is pretty bad too. Oh, the mm-hmm. charges are damning. Completely. It don't damning. go into de- it don't go into detail, but if we're talking about, you know, human trafficking, prostitution, or whatever the case may be, bro, that's not a good look. And the thing with the Rico case is is that they only need to prove one person who's in the indictment did it for them all to be charged for it. So it's mm-hmm. it's looking really bad. Mary, what do you think? Um, I just think when are we going to learn, right? I mean, even wasn't it little Take or whatever mm-hmm. that recently had that got that crazy sentence and had that whole song <laughs> snitching on himself about you know how he beat a case and then they reopened the damn case? Like, um, I mean, this has been happening since the birth of hip hop. I feel it's like the feds are watching, listening. I mean, even local police are watching and listening. I mean. I actually have a really good friend who, you know, is in the NYPD who she knows I got some skills with social media and has been trying to recruit recruit me hard body for a minute now to, like, join their little social media spy mm-hmm. department. And, you know, we never do that because we don't snitch. You know, we keep it G over here. But like the point is, exactly, <laughs> or baloney. <laughs> anyway, um... But you know what I'm saying? Like, the, 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 it's I felt some pain in their haze. <laughs> For real. Um, but yeah, no, it's a real thing. So if you if you really feel like you have to put your real business out there to make money or whatever, then just know that there are, you know, consequences to that. I mean, the shitty part about this is that it seems like this is, these are old charges, probably from before he really blew up and got to the level that he's at now. Mm-hmm. I think they're from like 2016 or something. So I don't know. I'm hoping maybe that all that he's kind of focused on in the more recent time could be his defense. I mean, I'm not his lawyer, so whatever. If you're listening, (laughs) I don't know. You might want to focus on that because I don't know. I feel like it would really suck to see him. And G Herbo, by the way, is a part of this too. It would really suck to see them end up, you know, doing serious time and their careers ending over something that, occurred before they really got the opportunities that they have now. So sure. I think that's also a part of systemic racism. When we are, that goes in that file right there. It's like, it should matter for something that they did abandon that life and kind of are doing more constructive things now, if that is the case. I mean, I don't know their business, so, yeah. Fair enough, monkey. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if it's human trafficking, if it's, if it's, if it's, you know, if it's legit, you know what I mean? It's, it's one thing to, you know, be on the side, um, to support our people, but what if he really did that shit? You know what I mean? Like, 
I don't know. Somebody's going. Somebody's going to snitch. But okay. That's one thing. So who's the? And it may be Casanova, but because let let's say like human trafficking is a terrible, terrible charge. There's nothing to say that he he was associated with the people who did it, but there's not no proof to say that he had any part in it. So to see him possibly get locked yeah, up for a long time just because of somebody he associates with, and I get it, you know, you, you watch who, watch who you keep around you, but at the same time, those are the same people keep you safe. But yeah, but at the same, you, we you can't be held like, are you your brother's keeper? Are you supposed to know everything that somebody somebody does next to you? Like for example, we do this podcast. Every fucking Wednesday night, Mary, me, Mary, and Baylor have been doing this shit for well over a year and a half, and Marquis now part of the team. Let's say I have I have fifteen Asian women locked in my basement, and you I guys, you guys come down on the Rico. <laughs> right, just stop that right now. Yeah. We've never met in person. Never met him. I never knew. I never met him. I just seen his video that he dropped for the first time. I just subscribed to the page. So anything. Yo, I li- I've been listening to Jay Z said it best. He told Nas, he said, "Let's keep that between me and you, me and you." And you know what happened? That's how cats need to start rapping right now. No, true, true. <laughs> but that you, you're highlighting my you point. Like said fifteen Asian, <laughs> and I immediately shut that down because one day I'm going over there. I don't know. I never met him before. <laughs> don't know his real name or nothing. Yes, you do, bro. I sent you a package with my real name on it. Well, now I know his real name. I just, I may have bought some stuff from him, but that's it, though. That's it. I, you make, I, you kind of making it worse. You bought some stuff from him, right? Let's just, I'm, let's just wrap this up. Wow. I'm glad we could make this. I do five. I do five. I'm not giving nobody up from the West Coast, though. I can't do it. I'm not giving nobody else. I give you Mary, but that's about it. Oh, <laughs> damn. Is this because I'm from New York? <laughs> oh, man. I got it. Mary, look. look they said, no, look, Mary, they said, look, I will knock it down to five if you can give us one. Mark, Mark, he just got in here. You don't know much. <laughs> yeah, I got to give him a big head. That's true. Wow. That's true. Oh, man. That is hilarious. Good to know. Good to know. <laughs> Oh man, I needed that laugh. I needed that. But seriously, it's you know, a prayer <laughs> prayer out to Casanova, man, and uh we'll see how this case continues to yeah. evolve. But I'm telling you, if I'm him and I know I ain't have no part in human trafficking, I'm telling everything I know. I don't give a damn. I, I gotta get home to my kids. So Mark. I don't know about that. I'm not a fan of snitching. That's so. not snitching, no. See, and I'm we and that's one kids. thing as a culture we have to define as snitching. Snitching is to me. Snitching is when you were a part of it, but you are going to tell to get a lighter sentence and, and point the finger at somebody else. If you come to me and you indict me on a RICO and I didn't know these motherfuckers was human trafficking and you just need me to give you a name, nigga, Johnny did that shit. Well, that's snitching. Yeah, that's... You saying I didn't know anything and I don't know what they're doing is one thing, but saying someone did something, no. you're snitching. Well, yeah, that's yeah. I guess I stitches get stitches. I ain't about it. I've had stitches before. I'm gonna. I'm as long as I'm out. Am I out of jail? That's fine. Stitch my ass up. I'm home. I'm home. Well, I mean, if the facts is there, then look, Amory is from Chicago. She probably did that shit. <laughs> you don't know, Amory did it. 
The G salad, Chicago. Chicago. Oh, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Every, everything is like lasagna. <laughs> That was a great way to finish it. We're done with this first segment. We're gonna be we come back and we're gonna talk about some new music coming. We'll be right back after this. What's up, everybody? This is Dan, aka Dan on Drugs. And I am Afro Becky, aka Afro Becky. And we are the Black Law and Legal Lies Podcast. podcast. A weekly legal podcast. For the culture. Each week, we have conversations with our co-host, Anne, a licensed and practicing slash ratchet ass attorney, as well as myself, a rehabilitated criminal and our lovely esteemed moderator, Afro Becky. Most of our topics are legal in nature and we discuss them in a relatable way. We release new episodes every Tuesday. Yo, you can find us anywhere podcasts are available. Or you can find us on social media at Black Law Podcast. So check us out. Or don't. Hey! What? Sometimes people do like the opposites. (laughs) All right, we're back from break. We got two new announcements that we're talking, uh, that we're going to be talking about this week. First, Somebody who we Bailey, you put me on because I remember when we talked about the XL, the double XL freshman. I had never really heard uh, heard of Jack Harlow before. I listened to his music. I've become a fan since then. But he announced that his debut album will be dropping this Friday, I believe. What do you guys think about Jack Harlow uh, releasing his first album, Bailey? I'll I'll kick it to you first on this one. Um, I guess I hope it's good. I hope it's dope uh, because. Uh, it's a lot of white rappers that don't be getting a lot of love, and he got he a little bit different though. You know, he different than a lot of because uh, he I'm, I wouldn't say his his lyrical ability is is, is top notch, but he got a, he got a nice flow to him. Mm-hmm. Like you know, he with us. Like <laughs> you know, he be around us a lot. So yeah, we'll see, man. He's not necessarily a lyricist, but he's a dope MC. Yeah, he he's solid. He's solid. So um, he can't fumble this one. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah. That's for sure because there's a lot of people that I mean he already he got a bad rep for what he did uh you know him and Lou you know what I'm saying he got caught with Lou Lemon Pepper Lou up in the strip club so he he got a bad rep for that um I don't know let's see what this this I want to see what this production is talking about like I know he I know he can carry a track though but if that if it's not knocking then I don't. My nigga, I don't know what you're talking about. I really don't. I but he, he, he solid, though. <laughs> you just don't know nothing when things don't go your way. I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to, look, because the thing is, the thing is, he's one of my, he's one of my personal young favorites, but it's a, it's a couple of tracks out there. I was like, yeah, all right, it's not for me. All right, cool. Mary, what but he ha- but he has the talent, though. That's what basically what it is. He has the talent. Um, I completely agree. I actually think he's one of my young favorites, too. Um, his flow is definitely, it's nostalgic, right? Like, he he flows like somebody from the golden era of hip-hop. So I think that's why we probably gravitate to him. Um, and it's interesting, you brought up the, the whole white rapper thing, which is why I said earlier I felt like the, that topic was going to come up. Um, I actually was on Elisa Evers' uh, Street Soldiers episode about being biracial with his manager, um, DJ Drama. And he talked about the challenges of kind of bringing a Jack Harlow out as a white rapper. Um, but he actually felt like the culture's in a place now where it wasn't 20 years ago when he kind of first was starting. And he, you know, basically didn't have those same challenges that probably 
white rappers who were trying to come on the scene back then had. Um, I mean, I feel like the culture has now morphed into a place where it isn't, and I think you were alluding to this earlier, Hayes, it isn't about race anymore. I mean, when, when hip-hop first started, it was definitely, like, for us, by us. This was our way of expressing our pain and our joy, and it was our form of revolution, in a sense, right? And it was something that it was, like, only we knew about. We really did build this culture that was almost like a secret society for Black people, and I guess Latinos, depending on where they were from, too, kind of identified with it. And now it's mainstream. Hip-hop is the number one listened-to genre of music in the country. So it's become something that I don't think it was intended to be, but I don't know if this is a good or a bad thing. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I feel like... I mean, to answer the direct question, yeah, I'm I'm actually excited for this project. I definitely plan to listen to it, unlike some other ones in the past. Mm-hmm. Wink, wink. You don't have to call me and play it. We'll but... see. <laughs> that was that was nice. That was nicely put. So you know what? I remember Nino Brown at the end of New Jack City. Remember he just dropped a dime on old boy. <laughs> Marquise, yeah. that's you. I'm sorry, I can't get married yet. I'm gonna have to put it on you, Marquise. I have to put it on you, Marquise. I'm gonna have to point you out. I don't know nothing. <laughs> I don't know nothing. I'm really mad that we keep going. You the leader of the Carter. You the leader of the Carter. <laughs> I cannot. If I'm going down, everybody going down. Well, I gotta be leading the Carter. This is <laughs> over. My, my, my point game gonna be so vicious. Oh my god, Marky, <laughs> where, <laughs> what's your thoughts on Jack Harlow as an artist, and are you excited for his album? Um. <clears throat> No, I'm not actually. But is the expectation of this album higher than Megan's release? No. Nah. No. Nah. No. Okay, so then where's what's the pressure? Because either it's gonna just it's gonna come, it's gonna have some bangers, we're gonna listen to it, then we're gonna move on like we do everything else. Because, right? I think because he did he did have a buzz though, and I think I think even though the the culture is accepting now and we're not on that we're not on that how it was back in the day it's still a bar set for him because of the white rapper that has come before okay. him. And you already know who the monster is up top. And I think also the pressure, the pressure for white, white rappers in general are you get one chance to make an impression usually. Right. And if you don't who, nail that who's first buying impression, the music, huh? Who's buying the music though? I mean, are you talking about generally hip hop music? Like hip hop. Yeah. Who's I mean, everyone's buying it at this point now. Like, but, but I'm not sure if it comes down to the, like the purchase. I think it's the acceptance from us, though, because we do still drive the coach. Because I mean, for example, Machine Gun Kelly, someone who had a little buzz when he first started for his flow. He had the Bad Boy song. Uh, he had some other tracks that hit. That first album came and went almost unremarkably. Now he he was able to cut out his audience and keep a very solid career. But Machine Gun Kelly has dropped some shit. That's been amazing since his first album, but people didn't. It, it not until the Eminem beef came back, people weren't talking about Machine Gun Kelly, and he's dropped some some lyrical fire musically in the, in in between that time. And then after the Eminem album, people had had a buzz back on him. He dropped the, he dropped that album again. It came and went. Now he flipped, and he's officially like this rock pop artist and stuff. He's had it completely switched genres so i think with white rappers nowadays you get that first album maybe two if you're lucky to really really grab a hold of the of of the culture as a whole like yeah you may still sell some albums to 
the 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 prep school white kids. You 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 may do that because hip hop is such a broad genre now. But to be respected in this game, you have you have that first album to really get that. And if you don't get it, you it's it's gone for you. So the, the track but, of Big Sean yeah, is. I don't, don't want to. <clears throat> I don't want to cut you off, Marky. But I also feel like you have to have the added layer of being a personality when you are a white artist. And MGK definitely did that. In he was in a, a couple of different movies. Um, he was in a lot of shows where he was this like wild and crazy personality. He mm. made his rounds like from a PR perspective. Mm. And I think, and I we didn't really touch on this, and this was part of your kind of question with this too. The big buzz around the album right now is the album cover that they leaked. Mm -hmm. And I think that that was intentional. I think that was a part of making this narrative of, you know, giving him a persona and people giving people something to talk about in that regard. So and even though I think so. it's ridiculous, seeing a brown leg, a brown female leg in the damn picture caused all this stir. But whatever. Anyway, yeah. go ahead, Marquis. Finish your story. No, um, I guess again it just comes down to what the album's about, what it, what's the feel, what's the vibe. But we're gonna move on quick. It's like TikTok. You got about five minutes. It's that's it. And hopefully it'll it'll last and it'll be respectable. We can hope. He has the skill. He has the talent. Um, and that's the so, thing that I feel like. Go ahead. No, you no, you go ahead. Finish. I feel like with and Mary has made this point before in the podcast. But these labels don't take time to develop artists anymore. It's you got a little buzz. Let's hurry up and rush the album out. There's no cultivating the skill, cultivating the album. And then when it comes out and it sounds like a like an incoherent album with a couple of songs that, you know, are going to either catch the TikTok or stream or get streamed or whatever. If it because they don't take the time to put it into the album anymore. Everything's all this rush microwave society. But go ahead, Marky. Yeah, but I think that's that comes down to what A and R's and um, record companies are looking for. They're only looking for two minute songs. You have two minutes to get in and get out. Yeah, that's it. So you got you have to pack all your punch. When back in the day, you know, you had three three verses, sixteen bars each verse. Potentially, you know, obviously a dope chorus, maybe a bridge, which was why Eminem songs are about six minutes long because he added extra everything to it. Mm -hmm. But now, if you have 10 minutes to get in and get out, the last song I heard with him and Big Sean, I think he took the easy way out on the first single. It sounded no, to me... The, the, huh? first single, the first single was What's Poppin'. What's Poppin'. That's, and that took yeah. off. Okay. And that was dope. The one with, with Big Sean right now, right? Mm -hmm. No. So he has, No, here's a new song with Big Sean right now. Yeah. Right. A new video. So he has to maintain that. And it seems like it's more comfortable than something that you can say, this is, this is where we should go. It, it's, you're giving us what people want not what people need you know what i mean and it just fits in and that's just my perspective on some of the stuff that i've heard from him so I again comfortable is a good word for his flow actually like he kind yeah. of almost has that i'm not comparing him to jay at all but like you know how jay kind of just talks on the track and then somehow it works and it feels effortless i actually think jack harlow has that kind of flow like but, like, purpose. but, but he well, has so the ability <laughs> he has the ability to explain shit on the track and you and, and you can understand it. Mm -hmm. And he got a follow up. He it, he got, he got a track coming like out with Chris Brown. Actually, okay, yeah. All right. And we'll be reviewing this next week, team. won't we? We definitely will team. be reviewing this. Hey, okay. Louisville, Louisville, Stampy, my hundred a long time ago. So they yeah. behind him a hundred percent. I'm a, I've been behind him. I just hope he just you know we got to we got to hear the rest of the album. 
Yeah, gotta give it a listen. Gotta give it a listen. This next one that we're talking about, though. So another album is actually dropping the same day as Jack Harlow's album. Kid Cudi announced part three in the Man in the Moon series. This one's The Chosen. Hey, what do you guys think about Kid Cudi's uh, Man on the Moon 1 and 2? Because it's been a while since I went back to those albums. And him picking it back up to finish out the trilogy. He said this is going to be the last one in this series. Marquis, you're the last one on the last topic. I'll come back to you first on this one. What do you think? Um, The first two. <clears throat> All right, so for Kid Cudi to me, it's. Oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> shit. Did one of the Asians get you, dude? <laughs> I do not know Hayes. have never met him in real life. I've only bought one thing from him. Yeah, an Asian woman. No, it was not a human. It was not a human. It was a elect. It was an electronic device. It was an electronic device. I've also sold him some clothing. <laughs> Nothing was perishable. China. No, Bella. No, Bella Cabbage is, is is based in Los Angeles and Los Angeles. I do not know. Hey, I don't even know his real name. Oh man! So, good to see you. So yeah, I, I, yeah. I'll I'll revisit um, prior to the album coming out. To me, honestly, Kid Cudi, he has so much potential. You know what I mean? He has so much potential. But it never seems like he just hits it. It's always like he's right there and it just tapers right off. You know what I mean? I, I want to love him. And I hope this project proves something, but I don't know if I'm saying if he plays it safe, but for some reason, he just never hits that that full potential that you know he he has, you know? that's So I hope this is a great project for him. I, I, hope, I, hope, I hope this bangs, honestly. Okay, okay, Mary? I agree. Um, I feel like I'm a, I'm a Cuddy fan, and even his acting work, I'm, like, always rooting for him, honestly. Um, but I, I almost feel like the substance abuse issues that he's been battling might be what has hindered his growth or kind of been that thing that stopped him from getting to the pinnacle. So, I mean, it seems like he's beaten that finally. So I'm really excited to see if he takes this to another level and hopefully even talks about some of that stuff, right? Like, cause he's been battling some demons over these past couple of years. So some of those demons, he, it's fuel though. It. Right. That's what I'm saying. I hope he channels that pain into you know yeah. into something that we can feel so Baylor? um but he's one of those artists that comes with like a cult like following though right yeah so i mean he's still gonna have his core fan base i'm just a cat behind the fence listening to the music because i'm not sure what i'm gonna get out of it so just like j cole though like j cole's starting to play it safe because he has his fan base you know what i mean like you haven't heard anything groundbreaking sense because he's just giving his people what they want kendrick that goes back to what you were saying about uh jack harlow is that he's he's been a little he's playing it like on a comfortable role so maybe then, that's the safe way to go is it because if you want to be yeah. considered one of the greats in hip-hop you gotta you gotta you gotta appreciate the culture you have to treat it as such i don't know we don't know if that's his goal culture we don't know that's his goal culture has people scared to you know mm. what i mean like Back in the Fact. day when you did something Artists. new and exciting, it was like, oh, shit. Now it's like if you don't give people what they want from you, you're canceled. So yeah, I think he, yeah. did it. He's not afraid to take those chances. Like, he's going to put his music out there because that's his artistry. Okay, okay. But well, you, I'm the biggest yeah. Kendrick Lamar fan in the world, right? And I get where you're going with that. Kendrick is provocative only in the sense of how much he talks about black culture. He's not provocative in much of his content as far as, like, that can get him canceled. So when you say he doesn't play it safe, he plays it safe in this like 
if you if if you're using the criteria of what his fan base expects from him, like the type of music he makes, he may he may he may play in the in the play play with a little bit. But as far as content wise, Kendrick does the same thing, bro. He plays it safe. He, I, I think he plays it safe, but I think it's it's to the point where I think he's like a Dave Chappelle to to where he structures his his verses to where. He might be overstepping the line, but you can't combat it because it's the truth. It's the truth. Yeah. That's what I feel about him. That's I, fair. I, 100%. That's fair. And let's not act like Kendrick hasn't had backlash because as much as like some people celebrated the give me some ass with some stretch marks line, people did showed, at that yeah. time try to come for him there. And that was before cancel right culture really popped off. So, But that was one of those things where it's like, dang, we ain't got no dirt on them. So let's just, let's just pick up something. There is no dirt on Kendrick, so it's kind of hard to to really come at him. But uh, as far as so Kid Cudi, and the reason why I really didn't say much and let you guys go because I wanted to see what the the temperature was on Kid Cudi because for me and Mary Mary says she's a fan. Kid Cudi has one of the most overrated platinum albums ever, and and like the his first album was garbage to me, garbage. And when I say I, I, I listened to it three times trying to like it, and I could not get into it. But his second album, I, I was a big fan of. Um, I, I, I'm hot and cold on, on Kid Cudi. I, I don't, and I, I hesitate to use this word because I know, you know, like Drake has talked about his mental health or whatever, but he's such a bipolar artist in the sense that it's either great and borderline genius or it's completely forgettable. Mm. I can mm. agree with that. Okay. I can agree with that. Cool. So I'm hoping this is the album that ties it all together. <laughs> okay. That's honestly fair enough. Well, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh no, I was gonna say hopefully this is his uh, Detroit, Detroit too. You know what I mean? Because I, I that's I wasn't a good a comparison. Of, yeah, I wasn't. A, I'm not a fan of Big Sean like that. I'm not a fan of Kid Cudi. But I'm going into this with no expectations. So when I listen to it, I mean, it's gonna be no judgment. I'm just gonna see what he's talking about. How do you guys feel about Tyler though? The creator? Yeah. He's a he's a awkward genius to me. I was not a Tyler the Creator fan either until Igor. Igor put it over the top. Really? Yeah. Really? Same here. I didn't like Igor would, that I much, would describe but... him the same, yeah, the same way you describe Cuddy. It's like sometimes it's like, wow, and then sometimes it's like forgettable. Yeah. It's so. mm, it's because he's extreme though. He's extreme with his. Like it's it's some it's some of his shit is just not everyone's cup of tea. He just don't give a fuck. But to me, Kid Cudi kind of gives a fuck. You know what I mean? Mm, okay. I guess we'll see. We'll be talking about them both next week. So uh, we'll we'll be having full reviews for those albums. But let's take a break from music. Let's get into some TV and film. And this one is one that I had to catch up on the next day. So uh, Shuri, the teacher, right? had a complete blow where people were trying to catch like legit i woke up and i was it was about midday the following day i'm like why are people trying to cancel shuri i had to ask uh so apparently she's an anti uh vaccine person and black panther 2 may be delayed because she does not want to take the vaccine i don't know if that's come out and been proven true or not um which i will say i guess i'll start this one off i'm surprised that there's backlash for that because for I know more 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 black people than than not are are saying they're not going to be taking the vaccine right away. So the fact that she got hit with cancel culture because of it seems like people are more upset that it may delay a movie that they're that they're ready to get to, which is just disgusting, really. But what do you guys think about it? 
That just show, that just shows you how selfish people are. Because those same mm-hmm. people that's that that's really agreeing, like I wouldn't take it, is kind of like pushing her to take it so they can get a goddamn movie. Mm. So. And a goddamn movie that we're really not ready for anyway. Let's mm. yeah. So there's two parts of this. The 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 video that she shared and took down was from a minister who was talking about anti-vaxxers and well, and, you know, vaccines and everything. But he also had some transphobic views. So I know all the LGBTQT community, they were pissed at that as well. So that part got left out, which is interesting because they focused on the anti-vaxxer, the anti-vaccine um, um, view, but they left that part out. Mm. I was surprised at that. So I can well, see they, why she would get... In the article, they did tie that to it, though. They did tie that into the article. I just think that's that's not fair that they're tying it to her. But she shared that video with that piece in it. The part of that minister speaking about the and, you know the vaccines also spoke about transphobia, and she kept it there. And I think it makes it worse that she deleted it all when mm-hmm. the pressure came. If you're going to stand by something, stand by it. If you delete it, yeah, you know you did something. You kind of feel you did something, something wrong. wrong. Yeah, That's the problem. If she'd be like, no, I, I, I wouldn't take this vaccine. This is how I feel about that. I'm standing for that, but you deleted everything. It makes you look guilty. Fair enough. Fair enough. Anybody got anything else? Mary, you got anything left to add? I won't be getting that vaccine anyway. <laughs> that's a fact. That, that's why I, I was so surprised that that people, like, because I'm not taking it. There's no way in hell I'm taking the vaccine right away. So, like, people blowing up about her not taking the vaccine. I legit was so taken aback by that shit because I'm like, all right, I need to see y'all be on the front lines to be the first ones to take the vaccine. Then, if you're gonna try to cancel somebody for it, like for a movie, come on now. So, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna put something out there. I actually contracted COVID, right? I had I didn't even know it. All I had, the only symptom I had was um, fever. I had a fever for seven days of 102, right? Luckily, I'm fit. I'm not, you know, the what what COVID would look for diabetes, overweight, anything like that. But I imagine. If I'm close to or showing symptoms and I'm getting there where I might have to be on a ventilator, yeah, I want that vaccine. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I want something to, you know, I understand that. But if I'm healthy and if you try to tell me to make my kids take it to go to school, nah, that's not happening. We don't know that. We don't know what's going to happen in the next two years, how you're going to become. You know what I'm saying? So, nah, I'm, I'm going to avoid that as much as I can. Imagine you said you contracted COVID like you had. I had to say it. I know. I had to be. I, I had was to be, like, uh huh. I had to be on my, uh, you know. Right. Your my, scientist my, my, glow. Yes. Got it. I uh, developed the uh, COVID 19 <laughs> at one time. Bro, I did yeah. not know you had COVID at one point. That's. Yeah, right around my birthday. Yeah. I think that's what, I, that's what I'm saying. I, I don't know if I had it, but I know I, that was the sickest I've ever been. But I just don't know technically if I really had it. Mm. So a lot you of people get the back. I, I, test. A, a yes. lot of people. A lot of people back. Uh, my, you know, my birthday is coming up. So last December, um, I usually get sick around my birthday. But this time, I was sick as a dog for about a week and a half, and I was, you know, curling up. I was crying. And sh- I I cry normally. You know, what I mean? I, I, you. you were but, crying. <laughs> but this time, but this time, I was really. I really felt like re- I really felt bad. Uh so my wife felt like I had it back then. Um but I'm with Marquise like yo if if I could you know jog this shit off and and and, and give my cup of noodles with a soda on the side then I'm good. I'm not taking no vaccine. I'm definitely not putting my kids through that. Definitely. CEO, um why don't you just send him a care package when he when he's crying, you know? With your real name and some Asian bitches. I'm not taking anything from Hayes. That's 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 number one. Number one, I'm not getting. I'm not taking anything from Hayes. Okay. Oh man. 
especially if it's in Chinese writing. I'm the same, bro. If you're indicted, man, uh, you know, we got several episodes together. We got uh, a recording of you singing my pra- praises for my birthday, bro. They, they, you got, bro. You said you don't know my real name, but the, clearly it was on the package that I sent you. So you, you screwed, bro. You just you did yourself the, r- wrong on that one. That's, that's cool, Your Honor. Is she from <laughs> Chicago? She did that shit. <laughs> Yeah, we learned a lot about Baylor in this episode. Yeah, yeah a, a, he's a snitch. B, he be crying when he says, and C, he doesn't like people from Chicago. <laughs> you got a mixtape coming out soon, bro? Oh, man. <laughs> I got Baylor shot seven. nine times. All right. Oh, real quick, what are your thoughts about, about the no ceiling? I know you were going to watch it. You're going to listen to it. She didn't listen to it. You didn't listen to it. When I see when I see the text message where Keith said, I was like, fuck, this nigga liked it. I'm not about to listen to this shit yet. No, I'm not about to listen to it. I'm going to listen to it tonight, though, I promise. Look, right hand. You see my right hand? Your Honor, right hand up. I'm going to listen to it tonight. Your credibility is already shot, bro. Uh, we're gonna go ahead, cool. I'm not going to jail, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So something we got to get back into doing. We are going to talk about Power Book 2, which had its mid-season premiere. Also catch up on For Life. Which one do you guys want to talk about first? Did, first of all, Marquis, one that I did you, actually watched. Exactly. Did you watch either, Marquis? I did not. Okay, that's cool. It's cool. It happens. It happens. It happens. Mary doesn't listen to music. You don't watch TV, so it's good. We it balances out. Um, <laughs> okay. I mean, it's true. <laughs> but let's, uh, try to, let's try to influence him to watch it. Then, yeah, uh, we'll have to. We'll have to. Uh, Power Book Two. Let's start with the mid-season premiere there. Then, Mary, what did you think about it? I think yo, <laughs> I was a little mind blown at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, is that the one you did watch, Baylor? What happened at the end? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm I'm just done. I'm not even. No, you know how I get, man. I just need to know. I watched. I look. RK, tell me this: Was it episode six or episode seven? I don't even know. Six. Do you know? Six. Okay, yeah. I watched that one because when I went online to make sure I was watching the right one, they they kept bringing up episode seven. I'm like, but I I may have. Okay, allegedly, okay. I watched it illegally. Okay. And so That's episode we seven. To, what the, we, we'll make sure we tell the judge that after you finish snitching on the rest of us. Anyway. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, basically, Bobby Brown. You know, I'm, he's just forever going to be Bobby Brown to me since that's who Thank we played you. in New Edition. Yeah. Thank you. When I see him, I'm like, oh, it's Bobby Brown. Um, Bobby Brown is acting up. <laughs> I think he's going to be the next nigga out of here. When they start the killing spree that Power always does, he's going to be first. His own mother, he the main muscle though. No, nah, well, I... he hit his he hit his mom's bro, and then his pop, he went to see his pops in jail right after that. His pops was all pretending ass. to be sympathetic, exactly, and then had the guards lock him in and whoop his ass. And then he came out like, "Don't you ever touch my wife again." Meanwhile, it seems like he doesn't know, even though how would a nigga like him not know that his wife is boning the oh he police knows captain oh he knows right. Yeah, there's no I way. Think, I think I think he, I think he knows, and it's and that's that that's that secret payroll. Also, right. this this keeps my theory going. Them motherfucking kids is not his. These black ass kids and this goddamn so Hispanic dude. There's no way in hell that these are his kids, bro. You tell me what Hispanic and a black yeah. person is gonna have a kid as dark as Bobby Brown. There's no you way can, those are his you kids. Can, you can, you can, the casting is all off. The casting is all off. You. 
<laughs> well, and Bobby Brown's Spanish was bad at the end, but I wasn't going to even mention that. <laughs> but yeah. I'm, I'm telling you, there is no way in hell that that's going to be the storyline. It has to be. There's no way. I refuse hey, can to I, believe. Can I just say this? Can we can we go back to voting who should get out of there? Because I can't stand Sack's niece. I can't. Stand oh my her. god, me too. I w- I would love for her to disappear. <laughs> it, some, so so you know, there's always an accidental death, right? That or a death that somebody's going to think that somebody killed them and they didn't. So my thing is, either Mary J. Blige is going to die. No, she oh, wow. I'm telling you, she's too strong. Right too strong. Her acting is the worst shit on this fucking show. No, 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 no. no. Give me. I got you. I got you. And I agree. Don't do that to Mary. I still love Mary and her dancing Listen, and those boots. Keep in okay, mind. But, but she has to at least make it to either the last or the second of the last uh, season. Bro, yeah, so. I agree. I'm she's carrying you. a lot right now. Her her character her character is strong. I'm telling you. Okay, all I'm gonna say. Is that in the season finale when she gets shot? Just remember, hey, he said it first. That's all you I'm gonna say. Finale. That's all I'm gonna say. Y'all both said the same thing. Oh, you, you said season know, finale? It, no, it, you yeah. said. I thought. Play out. Okay. Right. No, we'll I see. thought you said like yesterday. No, 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 no. I mean the end of the season. End of the oh, season. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. what about the gay, the gay son? He gonna be the one who ends up inheriting the whole family Yo, business. Yeah, I he think just, so he too. just want to go yeah. to college. No, he never mind. I can't say no, what he, he really wants, wants to do because he's gonna be. He's gonna say he want. He, he, no, he he wants to go to college, all right, hey, not for no hey, education, hey, though. Look, look, look. Let me let me ask you <laughs> though. Let me tell y'all. Hey, let me tell you the part that I laughed about. He was like, he was like, he was like, but I also want to have a chance to make it to the league. Like, nigga, you are not going league. Like, who said you you was going league? Like, hey, hey, look, look, Mary, I haven't seen not one game. With that nigga hooping. <laughs> and I know this nigga is not going. <laughs> Marquis, you got to watch it now. Yeah. Because there's a cat in there who feels like I cannot show my gayness to the public because it would stop me from going to the NBA. My Meanwhile, nigga. he gets no PT. Anyway. You're not going to the league at all, bro. I don't know. <laughs> You know, one thing that we did not get in this episode and maybe like, you know, because always in the midseason, like the writers take time to see what's going to fall in the characters. We didn't get any of those bullshit ass teacher characters. Thank God. Thank you. Thank you. Well, we got the the dumbass sex scenes was teaching. True. Right. Right. The sex scenes were horrible. I agree with them. I'm so glad yeah. that that like the first of all, the male teacher is worse actor than Mary J. Blige. So I take back my previous statement. His ass is fucking well, terrible. Well, can I tell you that I'm, like, set tripping right now because I'm, like, mad at meth. Like, if he gets oh. Tariq locked up, I'm going to really be well, pissed. we know that's not going to happen. There's, there'll be I no show. it's going to happen. But there'll isn't he trying show. to get Sax locked up? No, he's no, trying to get Tariq locked up. Sax. No, but I'm, but I'm saying, didn't he have a deal? He had to deal with old boy to snitch on Sax, right? I think that all Through the away. ex-cop. No, that that's gone, bro. Wait, no, no. You're talking. You're talking about two bit. We're talking about Method Man. Right, but I, that's Yo, what I'm saying. It was, said- it was refreshing to see two bit again. Yeah, and I mean he's yeah. out, so he's he yeah. may be a factor in the next. Look at Marquis is swirling his mind like this shit sounds interesting. Hey Marquis, I'm telling you, you better get on this. You better yeah, get on this. Real. You got time. What I will say, yeah. and I think we say this every time we review the show. Shout out to the writers because they've completely turned us around on Tariq. All of, all three of us were tired of him, and they they did they have done a great job. Now, what do you think? Uh, I think just we need to do we do need to talk about this aspect of the story. 
So Tariq's white friend, I keep forgetting his name, and his brother being thrown to sell drugs. His brother was so scared. That boy was terrified. Yes. Anxiety. I thought he was going to get killed. I was like, this is going to start the killing spree. <laughs> but, hey, no, but look, what part, what part of New York was they in where those cats was that friendly, where they didn't rob the white boy? I'm sorry. I'm, no, that's I'm a, true. I assumed that he would have got robbed. That was supposed to be Queens, which I don't know. Exactly. They got to be the new that, Brooklyn. There's no way you're just dropping a random white boy off on the new corner. New Brooklyn, you said? Yeah. New Brooklyn. I thought that. I <laughs> thought that would have been. A, I thought they would have been a little exactly. bit more. <laughs> Red Hook. I thought they would have been a little bit more iffy, a little bit more pushy towards them. They was extremely friendly with them. And then, and then he said, first of all, he played, I live he in Columbus, out. Ohio. If a white boy showed up in the hood here with that much drugs, and he's just the nigga's getting got. There's no question about it. He's but, getting but, but robbed. Hey, but hey, let me tell you, that might be the bad writing of the show. Because y'all let him play this, oh, I don't know how I got here. I'm lost. And then he was like, all right, I got to go. And you get picked up in a Range Rover? Yeah. By Bobby Brown? <laughs> I know. Marquise, Marquise, you better get on this. You that better get on. We need crazy. your hot takes. <laughs> Oh man, listen. I know that part was wild for sure. Ain't no way in hell, man. I'm sitting there watching this shit like there is no way in fucking hell that this dude would not have gotten robbed. Yeah. And can I just tell you, and I mean, I guess I look at everything from a mom's perspective, hashtag young life, but I feel like I don't like how Mary be testing all of her kids at all times. It's like, yo, at some point. Yeah, some point you gotta be a mom. First of all, fuck all that. My mom is black as shit from the south side of St. Louis. And we're, she had, she's the one who decided to have kids with a white man and called us Graham Crackers growing up. Fuck yeah, that well, shit. Black I have <laughs> do that shit. Well, my thing is, she, don't, she doesn't show any nurture inside. Like, she always <laughs> matches her <laughs> Bro, yeah. like, legit, this is why I'm so good at cracking jokes. My mom used to sit there while we were waiting for dinner and crack jokes on us the whole, I'm just waiting to eat. I'm just waiting to eat. <laughs> And I got called a fucking graham cracker. This is some bullshit. I'm, I'm traumatized. Hey, I, hey, hey, the cool part about it is I can't unsee it now. I cannot unsee it now. You are a show graham cracker. I'm about like, to call you a like, s'more next. Like, wow. Like, the complexion of a graham cracker is, like, spot on hey, right this now. Shit? Not even the cinnamon one. You are, like, a honey graham cracker. That is crazy. Like... Yo, that might ones. be your nickname. That's cold right there. Shout out to Bob. You called a nigga Graham Cracker. I cannot. Damn. Listen, Mama Hayes is a beast with the jokes. That's why, like, we, me, my whole, all my sisters, we crack jokes all day. We had to defend for ourselves from our mama. This wasn't even regular people. This is our mama. I guarantee you, you ain't getting to your mama jokes ever. Did you? <laughs> No, you, you really? Yeah, she coming. <laughs> Get ready. Man. Oh, I got stories. Ba- ba- hey, because you know, you know what? what? You know what? I know what I'm saying in court. That graham cracker ass nigga over there. That's it. That's who it was. I can't. Listen, one day we have to tell parent and horror stories. I gotta tell y'all about the time my dad tased me. This I've had. I've had a. <laughs> and my wife, uh, my All wife right. uh, works at CPS. You know. Oh that man. That might be a cold. That might be a cold case. We might have to open that back up. <laughs> <laughs> I snuck out the house one time. I left the window cracked in the living room. I got my 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 ass was in there. I'm walking down the hall like, yeah, I didn't got away. It was like two o'clock in the morning. I'm walking, 
Boom, I hit the floor. My dad standing <laughs> over. He popped out the bathroom on my ass and tased my black ass. See, that's white dad shit. <laughs> He'll be all right. Oh, shit. Now it's starting to make sense why you poured that bowl of Cheerios in that short film. <laughs> it's, it's starting to come all together now. I'm starting to understand it now. Oh, man. Oh, oh boy. Jeez. <laughs> I got so many jokes. I'm not doing it. I can't. I can't. Oh man! Oh, shit! Uh, woo, one last that, time. You pour, that, you pour that bowl of Cheerios. I say, yeah, he's going through something. I <laughs> wouldn't even send him an apple uh, Cheerio. Cinnamon that was like the regular. Crunch. I like the regular. One. I didn't oh. see you pour no sugar in it. <laughs> I was like, hey, he's going through something. It's only two minutes into the film. We got we got a solid six minutes left. I should have called. I should have called you. It was, my, it, was my, it was my daughter's birthday, so I was like, "You gonna have to suffer." <laughs> he, he took that jog. I said, "Yeah, he get it out. He get it out." Oh, it's so refreshing. Where this nigga jogging at? Where you jog at? Oh, Y'all go check that film out. Oh. Hey, so he, he over there pouring cereal, going for jog, jogging. Uh. Nike little jogging uh, competitions. You see him putting up his studio. It was multiple. It was multiple hazes at one time. I said, "Damn, how he do that?" Oh Oh, man! All right. I know. All right, let's get back to it. Hey, I got a hot take though. I think I think Bobby Brown is gonna kill a cop though. I think he's gonna kill a cop. I think so too. I agree with that one. Oh, you think he's gonna kill which one? The the cop his mom's cheating with? That's gonna cause beef with him and his mom. That's gonna be yeah. the, the mm. straw that breaks the camel's back. He's gonna be disowned, and Tariq is gonna be in the family. Ooh. That's what's about to happen. Oh, that's a, that's mm-hmm. okay. That's what's about to happen. Oh. I'm telling you. But remember, remember, he's still in that sex triangle. Is he though? One? Is he? I think so. Like I think, nah, I think he's, he, I, he's not giving that girl no burn. The daughter. And rightfully so, she's pretty busted. Anyway, <laughs> but I think on. she, I think she called Phil. I think she called feelings, and I think hey. she got. <laughs> He's like these ugly kids. <laughs> Listen, uh, every time I see one of them, the only one is the gay one that could possibly be his kid. It's, it's, the, it's the only one. <laughs> Because he's he's Mary's complexion. That makes sense to be Latino and black. Everyone else is straight up Bobby. They are Bobby Brown's complexion. Ain't, they ain't no Latino kicking ain't out nobody, no kid that look like that. In there look like a, don't nobody in there look like a graham cracker. That is not your child. This is what I'm we really doing. mad. Y'all Let's about move to bring on. Maury on. <laughs> so, so Hayes got tased. I got that out of that one. <laughs> oh, you got tased in the bathroom, bro. Bro, I got tased. I was trying to turn you to a real. And then my dad just—he stepped over me and went back and laid down and went to sleep. Yeah, he was, he was like, like oh, I got "Take him. this, he was, take this, little Teddy Graham." He learned his lesson now. <laughs> <laughs> I got some Teddy Grahams in my bag. Fuck y'all, man. All right, for life. Like we ain't even got to the damn other show. Shit. <laughs> So, okay, for life. For I life. didn't think that for life was going to work with him being out of jail, but mm-hmm. somehow it still is keeping me intrigued. I mean, it's switched formats now, right? Like mm-hmm. now it's kind of one of those formula kind of every week there's probably going to be a new case kind of thing with his case in the background. Um, but I like it. I think it's dope. I, I really do like the message it's carrying of, 
you know, kind of giving back and kind of helping people who are like wrongfully accused of things in the community. Again, really shedding a light on the systemic racism that plagues the hood. Like, I think it's really clever how they're doing this. Um, I'm curious to see what happens to the PO. Oh, damn. Oh, I PO at everyone. Um, I feel like the PO is starting to turn. Mm. Are you guys seeing that too? Like he's kind of starting to be on his side, even though in the beginning he was being a hard ass. So I think he's going to become a target soon. I also feel like uh, Joy Bryant was not built for this life. That's funny. My son just pointed at me and goes, for life tomorrow. (laughs) I guess he heard me. He loves this show. But anyway, um, I feel like Joy Bryant wasn't built for this life. Like, she's constantly, I don't know, wanting him to run things by her. And then she's like, what about my position, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you kind of have to understand your man's doing something that's bigger than all this. And I don't know. Either you're with it or you're not. And I kind of feel like sometimes she adds, like, a, like more stress than needs to be. Okay. I'm waiting for her pops to pop back up. Yeah, that's going to be an awkward time when it right. pops, pops back up. I, for me, this is what I'm like. The show's good. Like, I, I like the first episode was amazing. Uh, ep- the second episode coming into the season, it was, it was. I don't think it was good as the first one. And then I really liked episode three. But my thing is now this that this show is going more the route of a traditional procedural. I just think that I, the the writing's on the wall. It can't last that much longer. I just don't. I I just don't feel that it will. Like Power got what five six seasons. I don't even think this. Honestly, if it makes it to four, I'll be surprised. I agree, but I think they could do a lot in two more seasons. Yeah, so for sure. For yeah, sure. I'm curious about his homeboy if he's gonna end up getting him out. Remember the yeah. one who he told he was coming back for him because that kind of got abandoned this week. Yeah. So I'm curious about where that goes. We'll see. Bailey, do you, have you have you got caught up on this season yet for life? Nope. That's why I've been quiet. <laughs> I figured. <laughs> I figured. I just wanted to make sure. But yeah, I think. Uh, I'm 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 definitely interested to see where where it's gonna go. I think that they have they do have a lot that they can do definitely in this season. Um, and I mean the main character, he's fucking amazing. Like let's just like he's he's an amazing actor. Uh, Nicholas Pinnock is his real name, and whatever he does after this, I'll be interested to see. Um, because he's a really powerful actor. So all right, that is it. You got anything left, Mary? No, I'm with it. All right. I'm, I mean, let's see where this goes. All right, that's it. We're going to go and take a break. When we come back, we got the last topic, and we're going to follow up on our announcement from last week. We'll be right back after this. Being a mom is probably the most rewarding thing that I've ever done. I have my own company, but I'm a mom first. A young urban mom, it's not an experience like any other. When you're young, you're growing with your kid. You're growing into that identity. Developing and creating a community of moms that are basically sharing information with one another so that we could be stronger moms. Perfect imperfection, beautiful chaos, doing the best you can every day, falling down nine times but getting up ten. As long as you are led by love, you kind of can't lose. Moms coming together to share information so that we can be great parents for our, our children. Us being the change we wanted to see in the world. Yum came into existence. All right, so we're all back. 
Uh, last week we announced that we'll be doing the first annual Breaks Media for the Culture Awards. And this uh, week we're going to be announcing the nominees for the music section of that. And we'll actually be putting this up. So by the time you listen to this, we should have something up uh, for uh, you guys to vote on the nominees. And we're going to be announcing those nominees today. You guys ready? Uh-huh. <laughs> Drum roll, please. <laughs> Uh, so first one, best rap album of the year. We have Nas, King's Disease, Busta Rhymes, Extinction Level Event 2, Shady War, and Apollo Brown is God Attended, Benny the Butcher, Burden of Proof, and Mac Miller Circles. What do you guys think about those nominees? That's a solid group. Yeah. yeah. Who do you think is going to pull it out there? Who do you think is going to win? I think Nas is going to win that by a landslide. <clears throat> yep. mm, I think, it's I think Mac Miller might pull it out. I don't think Mac's pulling it out, but I really appreciated that album. But I want Buster to win, but I think Mac Miller's going to win based on popularity. The thing I worry about is recency bias, and that's always the thing. Like with us, like because I forgot Mac Miller's album came out this year. To be honest with you, like it came out at the beginning in January of this year. There's been so much to happen, and that Buster Rhymes album and Nas albums, people are still kind of talking about. So I wonder if. The, th- the one that I the one that I hope was is gonna win is not gonna win, and that's Apollo Brown and Shane Noir. Mm-hmm. But I know generally the masses don't know that album. But Bust is smart. He also um re released the album and then re released it again and added CJ on it. So he has thirty songs yeah. on it. So he's staying relevant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shout out CJ Staten Island. So I guess we'll see. Uh, yeah, but I got a feeling Bust is gonna pull that one out. But let's get into the best R and B album. So we got. Janae Aiko, Chilombo, uh, DVS. Is it DVSN or is it Division? Division. I, I, I always thought it was Division. I okay. thought so too, yeah. Okay. yeah. Division, Amusing Her Feelings, Tiana Taylor, The Album, Victoria Monet, uh, Jaguar, and... Chalk uh, it up. <laughs> and this one, it, like, <clears throat> I couldn't decide between the two. And Mary did, was supposed to be the tiebreaker, uh, but Kalani and uh, Chloe... Chloe and Hallie. So I guess we're putting both of them up there to vote. Which one do you guys think is going to pull this one out? You already know who I got. I got Victoria Monet over Nas. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Shit. My girl Janae right. has I'm my vote. Yeah. You know, you know what's interesting though? Um, Alicia and John Legend came out with an album this year. And they're not even mentioned. I'm surprised you picked them like as as your suggestion nominees. Like, bro, Alicia Keys' album was butt cheeks to me I didn't, I didn't think it was it was not I bad it was that bad i didn't think it was, it was bad at all sleepy no, okay. but it wasn't bad it's like a common album <laughs> shit uh-uh. chicago b is in my top five albums ever so i will not give oh. Oh. That. ever five albums ever yes for me for me did he secretly yeah, write your name judge. on a, on a I'm, song I'm on that album or something? I mean, listen, I, a lady never kisses and tells. No, I'm kidding. Um, no, I just love it. <laughs> okay. Well, there you go. Uh, male Artist of the Year, The Baby, Drake, Roddy Rich, Lil Baby, and Future. The fact that this is the nominees that we got list. is fucking yes. bo- How many bullshit. trash bags are we giving F- this whole <laughs> category? All the trash bags. Yo, I swear to every every time you mention a name, I got more and more depressed. Peace of my soul left me. But this is the like who else? Who the, unfortunately this is this is it this year. Yeah. It's unfortunate. I mean, Eminem bro. came out with an album. I'm trying, man. I'm grasping that straw. Hey, you're, you're striking a chord oh. with haze. 
<laughs> I feel I feel I like know. I feel like Eminem literally releases his album and then goes into and hibernates. Like I don't even think he cares anymore. He's just like here here you guys go. It was a great it was a really good album. Like I'm not saying from the quality the album was solid, but Male Artist of the Year. Does Eminem even tour anymore? I mean, no one's touring. I right mean, now, but, you know. I was about I know, to say, who's but... touring right now? <laughs> Man, what a future do to get up I in think, there? I think yeah. outside, the equivalent of outside now is just being active on social media, I guess. That's true. And older well, what a future do to get up like in there? M&M are no for that. Yeah, what should future pregnant. do to deserve that? Shoot, shot did. up a lot of clubs Someone in 2020. Else? What club he get to? <laughs> I mean, he might win for being the meme king, you know? That's true. All right, wow. on of the year. media. Female artist of the year: Megan Thee Stallion, Cardi B, Summer Walker, Lizzo, and Ella May. Mm. I mean, this is equally what? as bad. Yeah, Cardi- I was about to say that's Cardi- equally Cardi- as depressing <laughs> as the other list. So just give it to Megan. Surprise, just gonna go to Megan and Drake. Car- now you say what Cardi B? Did. Now don't forget the beginning of this year. Cardi Cardi was on she the trajectory to have. Huh? She was in a Pepsi commercial. Well, That's no, right. she was actually touring, and then she had the residency in Vegas at the beginning of this year right. that stopped because of COVID. And she dropped she, a single. Or she shared walk. With she shared walk with, with, right. with Megan. Yeah. I had a joke, but I don't think it's appropriate. I, I think I need to need to say it. Uh, can I say it yeah, in, I, in, in, in the group chat? I that, think you can, you can say, right say it when we get done recording, please. and I stop pressing the record button so it's not on wax. You can okay. It. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> and that's it. That's the music well, category. Damn. Uh, category for this this we'll be putting those up on social media uh, during this week for people to vote on. Can't wait to see what comes down and who this winner. We won't be announcing. We'll be announcing all the winners at one time in our last show of the year, which I think is actually on the thirtieth, the thirty first, the thirty first. Um, so we'll be releasing that then. Uh, but that's it. This has been another episode of the Breaks Radio. You guys got any parting words? Go and give them your social media. You know the routine. Mary, take it away. I already did. I'm kidding. Ooh, that was clever. That was clever. (laughs) At Miss Mary Almonte on all social platforms and check out at Young Urban Moms. Lots of good shit coming your way there. On the river. (laughs) On the bank. BTG. I have Baylor's are great on all social media platforms. BTG for president. Overall with BTG. Uh, I'm pretty sure next week on the doc, we're going to be talking about one of the God shows that's coming back. The season's already done. No spoilers. And then there's a movie that's going to be coming out. Spike Lee is directing. Oh, that's going to shake up. That's going to shake up a lot of shit. Uh, but yeah, I, outside of that, can't wait till we start recording so I can get this dad joke off. <laughs> uh, Marky. Oh, I forgot. Uh, yeah. Keezus, uh, on IG. Grand Band on Twitter. Uh, shout out to you for that film. Dope shit. Get the Asians out the basement. Watch oh, from wow. getting tased. Um, yeah. And uh, no snitching. No snitching. You just finished my Chicago people. My Chicago people. He still loves you. Don't worry. <laughs> you guys can follow me at CEO Hayes at CEO H-A-I-Z-E. You can make sure you check out my first short film titled The Creative on my YouTube page, which is The Awakened Soul Podcast on YouTube. Uh, I don't know if I want to say it this. Kind of makes you want some Cheerios. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> so I, I'm actually already on work on my second short film. It is titled The Bet, and it releases on my mother's birthday, which is February 5th. 
So hmm. be on the lookout for that oh, one. Oh, wow. Your mom's oh. birthday is two days after mine. <laughs> See, <laughs> look at that. <laughs> and you can follow us collectively at The Breaks Radio. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, thebreaksradio.gmail.com. We are the number one podcast for the culture. And this week, we're out. Peace. Peace. Sorry, nigga. I'm trying to come home. Yeah. Sorry, nigga. I'm trying to come home Well, the walls are talking to me And I know you think I'm wrong But sorry, nigga I'm trying to come home Hey! Now when the phone start to click in Your words start to echo Say you gotta hang up But that man won't let go Oh! My niggas say it ain't so Now he's speaking on some niggas that he say he ain't know We used to steal dirt bikes, dodge raindrops So close niggas thought we had the same pops Graduated getting money on the same blocks But things change when we ain't end up in that same box Hearing whispers, it ain't adding up Giving you the jailhouse talk but you ain't mad enough I never thought I'd be the last man standing up I never thought I'd have to question where you man enough Long letters, how the streets got the best of you Telling all your sellies, how come I ain't